0: Welcome to a special episode of Life with Jan and Kat. This is one of your hosts, Kat. We are so excited to be back on April the 5th, which is our season two premiere. But before we premiere season two, we do have to let you guys in on a secret. Our conversation for sexual healing in season one did not go as we intended, that conversation actually ended up being a remake of the original. Four reasons we will share with you all when we start season two, (laughs) we decided to release the original and let you guys hear it. Also, it marks a significant change to the tone we have in season two. Enjoy. Enjoy. Welcome back to Life with Jan and Kat. I am so happy I didn't pause there and I didn't have to think what show I was in. (laughs) (laughs) I knew, I knew. Um, So we're so excited to have you guys back. This is now episode five. Five. And we are so excited that you have journeyed with us these past five episodes um um, balance uh mental health what was the other one powerful relationships last week um we hope the information that you're getting in the podcast is it's helpful we hope that you've taken it with you and you know it's it's affected some kind of change in your life so we are really, really happy to be back here, and really, really happy to to hear the feedback that we're getting from people and how they love the conversations and how it's helping them. So,
1: yes. without further
0: ado, um, <laughs> I do want to share a, a bit of a disclaimer before we jump into this conversation. I want everyone that's listening to really um, think of yourself as sitting in a t- sitting in a table with us, me and Jan. We want you to come and sit at the table and come with an open mind and come with an open heart because we know the subject that we are about to tackle is very controversial and there's been a lot of information diffused throughout the years that has been accurate and inaccurate. So we want to help kind of clear the air a little bit when it comes to um, this topic. So... I'm going to go ahead and, drumroll please, (laughs) we're talking about sexual healing. Yes, we're talking about sexual healing today. This is one of Jan's favorite topics. (laughs) Like, Jan Jan is uh, a sex guru, you know. (laughs) Apart from being a life coach, she's also a sex guru. Uh, I love this topic because, I I I think I personally went through like liberation uh uh, liberation when it comes to sexuality a couple years ago and it's been transforming it's really transformed my way of thinking about myself and you know how I express my sexuality so yeah um so I do have a few questions for Jan she's going to be spearheading the conversation um my first question Jan for you is going to be When was your first exposure? I, I've heard it, but they, you know, people need to hear it. Uh, <laughs> when was your first exposure to sex, and how did it affect how you express
1: your sexuality? Okay, so like, so you want the first, 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 like my exposure, like my yeah. first, very first exposure. time
0: that you got exposed okay. to sex, and how it so. affected everything else.
1: Okay, so um, we I think we've talked about this a little bit before. So I was a victim of uh, rape and molestation, of course, um, for when I was five years old. Um, and the way that I was introduced to sex was through a process that is called grooming um, by a pedophile. And so the way that this was brought to me... Um, he would in exchange for giving me something that I needed um, he would ask me to do something in return and the way that it started was uh, what's with kisses so if I asked for like fruit or something he would first ask me to um, give him like a kiss like okay kiss me on the lips you know that's it and then he would give me the fruit and then he did that for a few weeks and then he moved on that, you know, if I wanted something else, then I needed to give him kisses in his private parts, um, until he got me to like, you know, oral sex and then, you know, so on. So that was how I was literally, you know, exposed to, to wow. sex, which it's not a good thing. <laughs> not the best way. Not the best Right. Way, not the sure. best way. And so how it did, how it, it affected me, it affected me greatly, um, it affect me in how I communicate Mm. it affect me on what I thought love you know how I needed to receive love Mm. so basically I was groomed to think that for my needs to be met I had to give something sexual in return Mm. and so it just completely um, changed my perspective in everything also it gave my body memories mm. of pleasure that I had no understanding of but I was still having the need yeah yeah and so it was very complicated it was very very complicated how it was very hard
0: how old, huh? that, how old were you when that happened
1: so that that was I was five I was five years old and you going through happened.
0: all of that when you're five yeah, of course it's gonna be complicated. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, those are very complex emotions for a five-year-old to work right.
1: through at that right. age. Right. Yeah. So yes, and that's that's how everything started. And from there, you know, I didn't understand. I didn't understand what was happening to my body, but I wanted. I wanted whatever. And of course, this is not a conversation. This is, I think, the first time I'm actually like. Mm -hmm. publicly I don't think my I've never had this conversation with my parents or Mm -hmm. you know anything like at at this level you know like this death not because it bothers me but just because it just kind of never you know right it was one of those things that you know well it happened hush and push maybe she doesn't remember or maybe and the fact is I remember everything Mm. um and it affected me in like I said like how I received love Or Mm -hmm. perceived love. Um, Then, when I was uh, nine years old, um, I was uh, molested by (laughs) someone. I'm I'm not gonna say publicly because family oriented, and so I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Um, There's people in the family that don't have my my parents know about this, but they don't. There's other people that may get affected if I do tell Mm -hmm. who it was. Um, The person is deceased, anyways. Uh, But yeah, and then so at I actually got my first period when I was nine years old, Mm -hmm. which is another thing that affected me greatly. Such a young age, you know, here I am having hormonal issues all over without knowing. And now, you know, I have needs. Yeah. Needs that a nine-year-old shouldn't have tapped into for sure. Yeah. (laughs) And then not only that, You know, now I'm hearing a conversation that I can't allow anybody to touch me because if somebody does anything to me, I can end up, you know, with a baby at nine nine years old, you know, like those are those are very hard conversations for a nine year old to kind of process, you know? Yeah. And so. so that what that pushed me to do was I became promiscuous. I did. I became very promiscuous. My my parents divorced when I was 5 as well. So I had a my that year was was very complicated. Um there's just too many events at one, you know, it was just chaotic and when I started developing and getting older my body was just requesting more and more and more. It was like it was just growing, and I didn't know. I didn't have anybody that I, I felt comfortable talking to. You know, I masturbation came into the picture, um, and the thing was, it's like who do you who who do you talk to? You don't even know what questions to ask at that age. Yeah, all you know is you have a need in your in your body, and your body wants to feel pleasure and relief and how do you even ask this question as a nine-year-old as a 10-year-old as a 12-year-old how do you ask this question to your parents um chances are they're gonna look at you and say don't you you're not supposed to be touching yourself you're not supposed to be doing this but it's like biologically speaking somebody um pushed me way ahead of time yeah yeah. And I, I have no understanding at that time, you know, what was going on. So, um, so yeah, so then that just completely put me, you know, having my father um, removed from the picture to a certain extent. And then, you know, which I didn't have the security anymore of my, you know, having my dad and then how, how those experiences changed my perception of how you're supposed to receive love. I just had the idea that if I slept with, a man it was gonna that that meant love that yeah. that I was loved and so um yeah so that's kind of I don't know if that yeah I think that answers the question no, on how absolutely. it affected me <laughs> no. absolutely
0: I mean talk about that traumatic experience at first and how it completely changed your person just one one thing that you got conditioned to do became how you how, how these transactions went for you as mm-hmm. an adult, you know, and I've, I've heard, I've heard a lot of, of the stories and, and all of that, but I think to connect it with what happened to you as a kid, you know, it's, it's, it's really important that a mm-hmm. lot of us, a lot of us really know how and when we got introduced to sex and where where we actually learned it from you know Mm -hmm. we we've just kind of like oh it's just sex but it's like yeah but like where did you learn how to go Mm -hmm. about sex like what was your first exposure to that you know I I didn't really get introduced to sex in that way I think sex was kind of more like an indirect ordeal um Mm -hmm. for me for sure was entertainment (laughs) like you know I whenever my mom would be outside or something and and then H okay, I'll I'll say it, HBO for sure. Like HBO after dark was the real thing. And as a kid, when you have cable and you're like at night not trying to go to sleep, you know, bending the rules, I'm here wandering through HBO after dark, and you get all of these crazy shows. And that was my first exposure to, to actual sex. And it wasn't in the best way because it's straight up pornography you know it's pornographic content on tv and entertainment and now i'm here now i get curious right because i'm here like i know for a fact that i'm not supposed to be watching this stuff you know and now you become curious about what else is out there and what you can do and how you can figure this stuff out so for me it was a very it wasn't like personal like someone did it it was more you know impersonal and indirect like this 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 is something that I saw on TV. And also on top of that, you know, my father was a porn addict. You know, he used to have an office right behind um, our house and he'd have a lot of DVDs, you know, of women and women stuff. And As a kid, you're like, wait, is this like okay, or is this not okay? Like he's watching all of this crazy stuff, and so does that make it okay for me to watch it, for me to intake all this information? And so it's a very confusing thing to navigate. Again, like you said, yours was Mm -hmm. at five, mine was like roughly around eight, and it's a very confusing thing to navigate as a kid. Like, whoa, is this the way that I'm supposed to be going about this situation? Um, So it's definitely. It's definitely interesting. Um, the next question that I want to ask you is, what taboos about sexuality did you uncover um, as you were walking out of unhealthy sexuality?
1: Um. So taboos. So I want to tap into the whole pornography for a moment. Um, yeah. So for me, the way that I... I the pornography was was something that I I I didn't struggle as in like I was addicted to it Mm -hmm. for me it was more like a learning thing um because I thought (laughs) hey if I am as good as you know they are like what can I not like seriously like what (laughs) what can I not get yeah and so you know for me it was just like perfectioning is that our word? Perfection. Yeah. yeah. Perfectioning <laughs> the art. Yeah. Perfectioning the art so that I could receive better love. Oh, no, I think it's
0: perfecting, perfecting,
1: perfecting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, it. it's perfecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, um, yeah. And um, it's, it was to to get better at receiving love. Mm-hmm. you know I thought that the better I was the 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 better someone was gonna love me you know mm-hmm. and so it was it, it, it was it was a lie of course it was yeah. a lie that I actually believe it or not I did not realize until I would say maybe seven months ago yeah that I was still perf- married I don't I don't watch pornography you know I'm not I am not pro pornography I do mm-hmm. not suggest it it's it's very it's it's very damaging very very yeah. damaging and I was still acting on it yeah. as if it was like I took on on that role like of a porn star right and um and as as I was going through therapy you know It it got on cover that I was actually not feeling comfortable um, doing those things because Mm -hmm. I wasn't really getting pleasure out of it. It was more like performing because in my head, that's just the way that, you know, he likes it. And so that's the way that I need to do it. And the reality was, it's like, I was becoming, I was becoming, I became, someone that I was not, I was violating my nature. I was violating my value. I was violating, you know, my everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so going back to the question, I wanted to, I wanted to say that how, because it, it's, it's so important. You know, there's so many details that, that we we learn and we start imitating yeah. when we're exposed to those things. And there's nobody ever that tells you, Hey, that's not real sex. Mm-hmm. What you're seeing there is not real sex. It's a performance. And you need to figure out what is it that you enjoy? What is it that you like? What is it that your partner truly wants and likes? You know? And, of course, this is a taboo. We don't talk about these things. We don't talk about masturbation. We don't talk about kids being exposed to pornography. We don't talk about... um the whole biological needs that uh, uh, our bodies go through from from birth yeah from birth i took my daughter when she was 1 year old, i remember for her wellness appointment oh. and the doctor asked me has she been touching herself and i opened my eyes like what do you mean touching herself like she's she's the one you know like in my head i'm like like what do you mean <laughs> and then she's like no 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 the reason why I ask you is because it's very normal some kids do it on a you know very early on some of them do it later like three four years old maybe five um and it's there's nothing wrong with it they just find it soothing and it is just them discovering their bodies and I was like what yeah what like, in my head, you know, like i'm I'm going through all of that information mm-hmm. in my head. I'm just like, did you just tell me that I could possibly have a two year old who touches herself because she feels that is soothing to her, that's pleasure and calms her down. Uh, yeah, and- I <laughs> yeah, it sounds weird, yeah, for sure. You know, like I was just like, oh. My <laughs> God. like I had to process all that information I had to read about it so I was like I need to I need to look deep into this because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. those are not conversations that are had with us yeah nobody sits with us and tells us at least I this mean if you normal. do have parents that did then I'm happy you did yeah yeah because that's that's a big deal you know yeah. and and so those are like taboos and things that I you know that that I learned later on and I was just like wow like This is and I want to
0: and I want to go back to um like what you were talking about, like who you needed to become in order to pleasure your husband, because that's that another thing that we don't talk about enough is how a lot of sex is actually marketed towards a man a lot mm-hmm. of sexuality is marketed so just the fact that as a woman you felt like oh I need to take on the role of a porn star in order to please my husband well despite though this is not who I am or even right. the things that I like you know it really speaks to that you know as women like we don't it I think that's a fairly new market that mm-hmm. you know that just Started, you know, pleasure for women and sex for women and all of that. I'm honestly like the fact that we just got a movie that was all about men dancing like Magic Mike, (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. right? (laughs) And that was
0: then like that was then like later on in the 2010s and something. So it's just it's crazy that as you know, just really being honest as women, we're like, okay, what is he going to like during sex? But we kind of tend to forget about ourselves. you know it's like okay we just need to be here it's for male pleasure but we kind of leave ourselves behind in the process of like hey as a woman what do you need Mm -hmm. what do you like what do you feel comfortable with and i i told i i think i had a conversation with you the other days about a a podcast that I was listening to with Jackie Perry Hill. And she was talking about that. She was talking about how it, she struggles with being able to, you know, get intimate with her husband because she also went through abuse and it mm. was so terrifying for her to get together with her husband. Like they have to have a whole ritual in which they, they sit down. And it's like, Hey, do you feel comfortable going at it right now? Like, and they have to like have steps in order to right. be together. And so I think that, you know, I, a lot of the taboos that I've heard growing up even like about marital sex it's you know well you have to do your wifely duties and I've heard some really crazy things I've heard you know even if you're tired you should still have sex with your husband even if you don't want to you should still have sex with your husband or and then she broke that down as well in her podcast she was like uh, well no he needs to control himself and understand that I'm also a human being and not a sex Mm -hmm. machine Mm -hmm. (laughs) so a lot of those things
1: it's culture, cu- culturally, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it is taught to man that we are there to please them. Yeah. In all aspects, we're supposed to please them with making a home. We're supposed to please them with cooking a meal. We're supposed to please them with sex. We're supposed to please them with how do we be, we get dressed, how we behave out there, how everything is geared to how we Please the man and not once it is asked to us, hey, yeah, how do you feel about this? Yeah. Yeah. How do how, do you under do you like being treated this way? Do you have an opinion? It's like our opinions don't matter. Yeah. Our, you know, what we like or not like, it just doesn't matter as long as we keep the man happy. And that is a lie. Because yeah. even even you know, and I see this with, you know, of course, for you who are listening, we are walking out of religion. It's one of the things that we are. And when we say religion, we're talking, we're, we're not talking about Christ, leaving Christianity. We're talking about getting out of all of the wrongful teachings, harmful teachings yeah. that have been passed down generation after generation, that all, ha- all they have caused is slavery, slavery in the mind, slavery in the spirit, slavery in the body. And, you know, we are here, two friends who have been yeah. walking this for a long time. And for some people, they do feel like we're leaving Christ because we're no longer doing Things the way that mm-hmm. you know they perceive or think that we should be doing them, um, and my thing is this: if it's not healthy, it's not God. It's not God in it, because mm-hmm. you know, if if God is in the picture, is is supposed to be healthy. Yeah, supposed to be
0: whole. It's supposed to be healthy. Yeah,
1: you know, and you know, we go to that in in the, in the body of Christ, you don't talk about these things. Yeah, we don't really dissect
0: those ways of thinking because. No you know for a if long time you masturbate time, you're going to hell yeah if you masturbate you're going to hell you know if you're not doing your wifely duties and i'm just like i'm sorry like for a long time i've always asked myself what what are wifely duties like who determines that like where is where is the secret council that says well these are wifely duties <laughs> It's like, isn't that something that you're supposed to determine with your husband? Aren't these expectations supposed to be talked about before right. you married somebody? It's like, hey, do you expect me to cook every day? You know, it, and I've, I've, it's I've
1: generalized. Yes, it's, 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 it's systematic. It's a system. Yeah, it's a system. A hundred percent. There's there's no there. There is no freedom mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Yeah, that, no that's freedom, exactly man.
0: what it is. You don't really as a woman, you don't have the freedom to say what you what you want and what you don't want to do. It's like you marry and you, again, you're somewhat someone's property. And it's crazy because in this day and age, as much as we want to act advanced, it's still very much is this way. And back to the conversation on pornography. This is kind of what pornography projects a lot to a man because it's it's mostly marketed to them. It's like, well, a woman is just a thing that's made there to mm-hmm. pleasure you. You know, craziest thing I heard in all my life was a was a um, was a family member that she was married and never had an orgasm for as long fifteen, fourteen, fifteen years with someone never had an orgasm, and I was like i'm sorry if i'm married to you for 14 to 15 years and i have never had an orgasm i am going to throw myself out the window on year two i really am like why am i here why am i in this relationship just being real you know because it's like you you have needs us women also have needs right and so you know the frustration that that person <laughs> oh my god yeah and- She's probably an ogre on a on yeah. a daily basis. No, I mean, uh, thankfully they're no longer married to that person. But it's just, I mean, obviously, like at, that, <laughs> at what point at year fifteen, you're like, I need to like leave this. But it's the truth. It's the truth. Like, how much of that? It's like, oh, leave yourself behind, and your husband has to be pleased, otherwise he's gonna get angry if he doesn't have sex. It's like mm-hmm. understand that I'm also part of the team. You know, I also have to get physically cared for. Um, But yeah, that's that's part of the whole the whole pornography thing and Mm -hmm. um, masturbation, you know. And and this is another conversation that I had with you the other days. First of all, masturbation. I had been masturbating since I was like roughly around seven or eight um, before I got introduced to pornography. I never thought that there was anything wrong with it at -hmm. all. I didn't really get introduced to it being wrong until i actually got in evangelical circles once Mm -hmm. i got in an evangelical circle then everything was the devil right Mm -hmm. because you get presented this thing of like okay if you masturbate you're gonna become addicted to it and Mm -hmm. you're gonna die or you're gonna go to hell right and the thing is that the same could be said for everything else you know Mm -hmm. you could just you know, drink yourself to an addiction, or shoot up cocaine and then get addicted. So to me, it's like everything in excess is going is bound to be harmful to you. You can mm-hmm. become addicted to pretty much anything else, and I don't think we weigh those things the same the same way because sexual sexual sin is always going to be higher than everything mm-hmm. else. So I Mm -hmm. think that's what makes it worse when we get into these circles, but Mm -hmm. masturbation in itself. And it's something that I had to walk out of. I had to be like, how is this wrong? Like I need to do more research on this because I, I wasn't understanding it. And I stumbled, I stumbled into a piece of research that kind of um, talked about where this thought pattern of like masturbation is wrong came from. And uh, it talked about it coming from Christianity and, and, and the Judeo, the, I think it's Judo, uh, you know, the, the Jews, the, you know, that whatever they mm-hmm. believe. Um, and it was like one passage in the Bible that got taken out of context and they are like, you shouldn't masturbate. That passage about that guy just throwing his semen to the ground or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, And that God killed him. I I don't know what his name was, but God killed him. And they were like, yeah, God doesn't want you to masturbate because Mm -hmm. he was displeased with that person at that one time. When that was not even the context of the story. You know, he did it because he didn't want to further his brother's line. And God didn't like that. So he was like, all right, that's not cool because this is what you're supposed to do if your brother Mm -hmm. dies. Um, But yeah, that was taking out of context. And somehow we ended up with a line of male preachers saying, don't masturbate, don't masturbate. However, fast forward, and you're in the 1900s, you have 90% of men that masturbate. Mm -hmm. 60% of women masturbate. And back then, psychologists were like, okay, so 60% of women masturbate, but be careful because it's going to drive you insane because a lot of women were having psychosis breaks a little bit after masturbating. Um, And they were like, yeah, don't masturbate. Women don't masturbate, don't masturbate because it's going to cause a psychotic break. And they studied that further. And what they found out was that it wasn't the masturbating that was causing the psychotic break. It was the shame that Mm -hmm. came out of the act. The fact that they were so ashamed and so like guilted by the fact that they had masturbated, they would go crazy. Hmm. And it's like, if 90% uh, 90 of men are doing it, And they get to walk the earth and, you know, be happy and sit and like you have women that are like, we're not gonna partake because you know it's not not something that we're supposed to do. It becomes something like an unfair game, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like okay, so you can partake, but I can't partake. And mind you, this isn't supposed to be a, like, a, a <laughs> 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 like a feminist, like a feminist, right? Just bringing information so that you right. are aware of right. where it comes from. So right. imagine, and and this is in the early 1900s. Ninety percent of men masturbate, and I'm pretty sure that that number has shot up.
1: Right, right now, mm-hmm. it's like
0: it's way higher
1: than two hundred and ten percent. I know,
0: and lo- <laughs> and luckily, like a lot of women, that number is higher for women now too, mm-hmm. which makes me really happy because scientifically speaking all species masturbate all mammal Mm -hmm. species masturbate including human beings Mm -hmm. and i know people are just like well show me where this is in the bible there isn't there you know just like pooping isn't there it's just Mm -hmm. part of your process as a human being you have to get rid of these toxins that's why not not only
1: that it's it's sergeant drop but it's not only that it's like Here's the question that I that I had to think about, you know, but I, mm-hmm. after after starting the process of healing, how can I somebody well, I'm just gonna personalize, how can I know what I like mm-hmm. my husband to do? How can I know what how I get aroused? How can I know what parts of my body likes to be touched? How if I don't have self-discovery, mm-hmm. it's is nature. I have to discover myself, and I'm gonna tell you. You were talking about uh, like the biblical part. One another another thing that was taken out of context was the fact that if you're masturbating, especially for guys. Mm -hmm. not necessarily so much for women but for guys if you're masturbating you're probably imagining a woman you're Mm -hmm. probably lusting after someone that you know doesn't belong to you that you're not married to and because you're lusting Mm -hmm. you're sinning so you you can't masturbate because your mind is already thinking and because Mm -hmm. in the new testament once you think about something it's already a sin and all that that (laughs) and and i was just like over here like personal disclosure I don't think about anybody.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't have to think about anybody to find pleasure. I, it has nothing to do with nobody else. It has it's all, it's, it has all to do with myself. It has nothing to do with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I were to start thinking about somebody else, I'm gonna get distracted and forget about what the heck I'm doing. Okay. Like, okay. I'll be like, oh, oh yeah, it's too you? much. It's you too know? much. Uh, <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> too much input. Too much it's input. too much. And, you know, at the, I think that's something so intimate, so, so personal so like you, you're knowing yourself what the heck do I need yeah. but the problem is that when people don't know how to help do it in a healthy way mm-hmm. of course they're gonna go that route of course they're gonna go look at something on 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 the their phones tv whatever mm-hmm. that arouses them because they don't know how to get around that that's the thing like when you get exposed you no longer know how to your body responds to arousal how how how, how it happens how yeah you know, what do you like, you know, like, yeah. So yeah. you're supposed to just, you know.
0: Yeah, this it's it's a self-discovery <laughs> thing. And I've always thought about it. Like people is like, oh, you shouldn't masturbate or like don't masturbate because masturbating isn't good. But at the same time, it's like, wait, like, so what you're telling me is that I should I'm OK, I should wait un- t- until I'm uh, until I decide to let a man discover my body so that I can find out what I am like. What you know what I'm saying? So that I can find out who I am, like what I like. That's At that just, point, it's make it makes sense.
1: It's not even gonna be you. It's gonna be influenced. Yeah. It's gonna be influenced. It's gonna be influenced by that person. Not saying there's nothing wrong with that. You, mm-hmm. The influence is with your spouse. Is like that's okay. It's gonna happen. However, how beautiful it is that you can say like, I like to be kissed. In my neck, I like to because, you know, behind the ear, I like, you know, for you to play with my hair, I like, you know what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. there's certain details that you, it's okay to self-discover, like, yeah. you need to stop with this thing that sexuality is natural, and it is a beautiful thing to have, and if done correctly and safe, we need to eliminate this whole shame, guilt, you know, I'm going to hell, and all this stuff because I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. One thing I realize is majority of the people in the church are so frustrated and it's because they have um, uh, sexual sexual, uh, 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 sexual frustration. Yeah. Because they have unmet needs. Mm-hmm. Because they feel like if they talk they're going to be shamed or they're going to be looked down at. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I talk with my husband. He talks with me. What do you like? You know what I like five years ago. I may maybe maybe don't work no more.
0: Played out. So baby. let's
1: let's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we're constantly evolving. Yeah. For example, right now, let's let's talk about birth. You know, mm-hmm. I gave birth to two kids. My body changed. The way that everything takes place changed. He can't come at me the same way before I had my children because it's not the same. So what am I going to just sit there and fake it? Because mm, yeah, for the sake that's of...
0: performance. S- again, it's performative.
1: Yeah. And it's not healthy. If you're performing, it's not healthy. It's, it's not exactly, healthy. Exactly.
0: It's exactly what we were talking about earlier. It becomes yeah. a performance thing when it's influenced by pornography. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, well, you know how many women, like... It's funny because I was looking at a thread online of women that were like, well what does what does sex feel like to you and a lot of women it's like a thread of women like it's an acting career or it's (laughs) it's like wanting to sneeze but not ever being able to and I was laughing at the thread but at the same time it's it it, it's true like Mm -hmm. how many of us women like with the moaning and the yelling and all of this stuff it's it's almost like okay is this real or is this a performance Mm
1: -hmm. and that's
0: the part that we really have to consider okay how do we make this natural and beautiful and healthy for you to be able to say what you like and for you to be able to say that you don't like something Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. when do you say pineapples you know (laughs) (laughs) know? i i've also heard a lot of women who are just like oh Kind of like he was having fun and it was like over were you having fun like when do you say pineapples <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> no and it's true it's true, man. like it's super especially if you're married you know if you have a partner you you this is something you know you have to talk about it you can't just yeah. be you know and that's something in my relationship you know there's there's no secrets on regards to that you know with my husband we that's something that from from early on, you know, I, I was very open, very like, okay, even, even in the unhealthy. Yeah. You know, I was, I was, because I don't, I, I didn't like how, I didn't like how it felt to keep your sexuality a taboo, because if you talked about it, it was wrong. Um, And it was like, it was one of the biggest needs that I had. I needed yeah. to talk about it. I needed to express, listen, I'm my, I'm feeling this and I don't know what this is. Do you know what it is? You don't, but can you help me find information about no. it? You know, because I was walking around and I was just like, is Is it possible that nobody knows? Mm-hmm. Like, how can this be? How yeah. How can nobody talk about this? Yeah. It's very much like that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, growing, growing with a biological, you know, need that everybody has, unless you have a, you know, a, a disease or something that causes you not to be able to have that normal in your body. Right. But, you know, for those who are healthy and normal, like mm-hmm. your sexuality oppress when it's something like biologically like mm-hmm. like it's embedded in you it's in your dna everything mm-hmm. about our i everything about our, our our bodies is sexual yeah everything is about intimacy everything is about connection yeah how can you how can you do life with lacking the most important thing yeah
0: i mean we don't we don't really get and I'll speak you know and I'm coming I know Jan's coming from a married a married, person's perspective but I, I'll come from a single person's perspective um, I've, I've, I've I have been in the past uh, sexually active and I'll say this a lot of the reason why I was sexually active is because I had a desire and need to be wanted and I just mm-hmm. felt like I was going to get it through sexual mm-hmm. activity but mm-hmm. what I didn't realize is that through having sex that's when i became the most codependent so now i'm in a journey of um of de- like disconnecting my codependency from my actual sexual need because mm-hmm. the truth is as soon when i was in a previous relationship about 2 3 years ago i would sit down and and as soon as sex came to play it was like oh snap um now I'm codependent again and I will say anything (laughs) to get that person to say it was no longer about connecting with the person it -hmm. was about what I could get Mm -hmm. you know and I I would tell them whatever I loved you you're the most beautiful person on planet earth please don't go away and take my drug away you Mm -hmm. know because it really is an addiction Mm -hmm. and I'm in the process of disconnect disconnecting those two but not hearing enough about it growing up I would say was probably the most harmful. Mm -hmm. And also building fear around the fact that, okay, like, your parents talk about it, and when they do, is it a negative connotation? It's never in a beautiful one. You never hear it from oh my god, this is wonderful and beautiful. But Mm -hmm. that's because they didn't hear it in that light either. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're only giving to you what was given to them. And unfortunately, a lot of it is crap. And you just kind of have to sort through it. And what i heard mostly from a hey, if you meet a guy that you like and you have sex you're gonna get pregnant and you're gonna destroy your life mind you i went to high school with girls that got pregnant and they finished their the high school degrees mm-hmm. they went to college afterwards so i gr- I grew up very confused
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was
0: like wait mom <laughs> these girls got pregnant in high school they finished high school they went to college and so all of these stories were kind of like i i don't get it like is this true or not which Mm -hmm. made the curiosity worst that that's the reality of it it's like now you're telling me this is a bad thing but i'm seeing that people are able to you know move on from and i'm like "Ah, i can't possibly be that it's like
1: it's like alcohol yeah Don't drink alcohol because alcohol is so bad. And every time I saw a drunk person, they were happy, they were laughing, they were joking, they were dancing. And I was just like, how's that bad? How, 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 how is that bad? You know what I'm saying? Of course, now, you know, I understand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You you understand why.
1: Right. But, but it's just, you know, it's like there's no middle ground. It's like, it's just either, either if you, if you do it once, you're, you there's no way coming back from it for life you know what i'm saying and and, and then if you don't do it you know then you get the the peer pressure like oh you're nobody like how come you never you know and it's like man like there's no middle ground with this it's like either one extreme or the other you know yeah like i'm not i don't i don't drink anymore like that you know i used to have more drinks before but um before becoming be, a mom yeah. <laughs> it's like you can um, sneak in the closet and like have a shot and yeah i love wine like i'm a, i like i like sweet wine and if i have like I, I like drinks i don't like beer that much but i do like like my favorite is like midori sour and i don't know i like sweet stuff or sour things Anyways. i think wine
0: is the transitional alcoholic
1: drink for all moms <laughs> It's like, we can no longer have this hardcore stuff, but well, we're just yeah, listening to wine. I don't know, because it's like somebody has to be awake for if something happens. I got to feel nice, but not too nice. Right. Um, no, but like, you know, for me, it was just like, I, I, I enjoyed it. I have fun, but I wasn't drunk. You know, I wouldn't get drunk that I'd be like you know, I don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. And here I am, you know, spending the night with someone. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like it never mm-hmm. got to that point because I knew better. Mm-hmm. I knew, but I knew not because somebody sat down and was like, I knew because I figured it out. I was like, wait a minute. Like if yeah, you, you have, have to you, go figure it out, you can, you can have a healthy way of having a beer, having a drink. You don't have to have five. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to, unless you're going through something that requires you to take that, you know, that that, that <laughs> amount of alcohol. But at that point, what you're doing is just numbing yourself. Yeah, you know. And I also have that understanding. And so, this is the thing: like, we cannot go to both extremes. We have to go for what's facts, like the facts. Go for, you know, a lot of people. I don't understand this. <laughs> How is it that in religion? They want to deny our science, yeah, <laughs> like our the science in our body. They want to go you know, it's like if if this is, you know, we just listen to the Bible <laughs> and ignore biology in all, and I'm just like, okay, so. If I ignore biology, isn't that like ignoring the science that God created? (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that level of ignorance is what gets people in trouble. That level of ignorance is what gets 22-year-olds ready to get married without knowing who they are just because they have been denied the ability to self-discover so now they are like i'm in love with this person chances (laughs) are it's just your hormones speaking because you want to get laid and you feel that the only way you will be allowed to get laid because your parents don't let you know don't let you out of their sight it's i need to get married and now i have permission to have sex
0: We've seen it so much. This is what we're talking about <laughs> We've seen it so much. <laughs> I've been married, married with since someone I was as a 18.
1: Kid. Yeah. I've been married since I was 18. I've been married for almost 20 years. I don't know what it is to be single. Oh, you don't I, want to know. No, I'm just kidding. It's,
0: it's all, it's I all don't know. let I mean, you know, I
1: know what it is because I used to be single at some point. But what i you were is born ad- married, <laughs> technically. Um, as a, but as a, as a, as an adult, I don't know what being single looks like, but I do understand the needs. Yeah. Because, for example, being a military spouse, when my husband goes away six, seven months without touch, without a kiss, without, you know the normal, right? In a relationship, kind of like a period of you know abstinence, somewhat. In the oh, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, and it's like, you know, I understand your body goes through need, to, to You know, you you have mm-hmm. needs. It's okay. It's yeah. normal. Accept them. It's it's all right. But this, you know, I I what what do I always tell you? I know that you have pressure from other sides. Like you need oh, to get married. Yeah. You have to have kids. And what are, what is always my my conversation with you. Enjoy your life. (laughs) Enjoy your life. Get the things that you want for you. Get to know who you are because there's nothing worse than getting into a a marriage to only discover that you don't know who you married and you don't know yourself. So now you're attached to this person. You're in covenant with a person. And for the sake of religion, you're supposed to Stick with it because you cannot accept that you made a mistake and so here you are at you know 10 years later still with a person that you probably don't love you probably don't understand the person doesn't know you or understand you but for the sake of god you're just we're just gonna have never through. given you an orgasm <laughs> <laughs> that's um. funny that's weird.
0: You know, I, I, I'll be I'll be 100 percent honest just from being in previous relationships and from what um, other females have told me. Um, the first thing that goes out the window when you realize you're incompatible with someone, it's sex. Mm-hmm. So if your reason to marry someone is you get a green card to have sex, it's just that's just not a good reason enough. You know, and that's why we're having this conversation around what does healthy sexuality look like in marriage and what does healthy sexuality expressing your sexuality and discovering your sexuality as a single person look mm-hmm. like? Because I wasn't given that tool. You know, I come from that that band of, of people that were like, no, you need to get married. And they were marrying off kids. You know, a lot of them are not even married anymore. And a lot of them are on their way to, you know, to crash and burn because of it. Because you think you want sex, but then you're like, there's so much about me that I still needed to figure out. There's so much about my sexuality that I needed to figure out. And now you've gained a couple of weight because you had two children and you can't even allow your husband to see you anymore. So there's all of these other factors that come into play um, Mm -hmm. after the fact as well. But the point is that you still need to, like, you should, you should be allowed, like, not even by society or by people, but allow yourself mm-hmm. to be comfortable in your own skin, to discover your sexuality in a healthy way without the pressure. Because again, one thing she just mentioned it. I get asked that question. Okay. So when do you plan on marrying? When do you plan? And I'm like, listen, I, I owe it to myself to make the decision about marriage, not from a place of, a fear. Mm-hmm. a fear that I will not ever have sex right a fear that nobody's ever gonna want me a fear that I'm not ever gonna have status I owe it mm-hmm. to myself to make that decision from a place of wholeness mm-hmm. help being healthy being happy being fulfilled you know not perfect because I know a lot of people translate those things oh, that just sounds too perfect I'm not ever gonna be perfect mm-hmm. but I, I you deserve that. You deserve to be fully whole and complete. And even if you don't want marriage, you deserve those things anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's another thing like people are like, "Oh, you have to get married." There's people that are no, perfectly don't. content with being single. And that's beautiful cuz that means like you 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 found all the joy that you were going to find within yourself, and yeah. I admire that too.
1: Yeah. Or or when you have couples that don't want to have kids. Yeah. What's the problem with that? Well, if you're married, you're supposed to procreate. But if it's a mutual decision, you have nothing to do with that. Like, stop middling into somebody else's relationship. Mm -hmm. If they're happy, they just want to have money and travel, then traveling is their children. Let them enjoy it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: (laughs) They'd rather have
1: dogs, then that's fine. That's fine, too. There's no... You know, there was... I remember... (laughs) I remember one time I was having a conversation with someone, and it told me a lot about the the mindset on that person um They were bringing to my attention um that somebody was frustrated, and they and it was a female, and the person you know was a guy, and the, he told you know he told me, you know, I just think this person needs to get married because they're just sexually frustrated <laughs>
0: How does that fix
1: the problem? <laughs> I I was dumbfounded when when I heard I was like, what? You just need to get paid. What? That's the so answer. She, so but in what? Like that <laughs> like, literally that was like my brain like slowed down. Like, what? Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, what is that movie? Is it uh is it grown-ups that mm-hmm. the guy is like, what? <laughs> Every time that they say something, I was literally like, so what you're telling me is that, oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. I At that point, I was like, I don't even want to know how you handle your old sexual frustration. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even, like, wow, you and know? <laughs>
0: here's the thing, here's the thing, because a lot of the things that I heard about, you know, marriage, and and sex and and all of that like even having a boyfriend and just wanting to have sex with him first of all and i have spoken about this before like biologically you're attracted to a man you get aroused you get wet as a woman bro you're fine you're in the clear your body works. your body works ma'am <laughs> You know, you don't need to be afraid. Oh, you want to sleep with your boyfriend. Congratulations. You should want to sleep with your boyfriend. Like, come on now. Your body is telling you, hey, hon, we're working the way that we need to. It's That's mm-hmm. normal. We mm-hmm. need to make that more normal. Hey, it's normal for you to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But another thing that um, was always told to me, it's like, yeah. But remember that the Bible says that instead of you being in heat, you need to get married you know like just get married and a lot of people don't realize that's actually a piece of advice that Paul gave to to the church at that time and people completely dismiss the fact that he even said it before he said it to them he said this is not coming from God but this is the piece of advice I'm giving you and everybody's taking that oh man this is like sealed 100% like this is God this is what God said I'm like he said it was an advice (laughs) He said, this is what I advise you. If you go BNP, get married.
1: And, and that's and that's what we were talking about, how, you know, that what I mentioned earlier, like how we're walking out of all of that nonsense, you know, that yeah. you know, it's like, oh, man. I I I hate it so much the whole you know, do this, and why? Because I told you so. And and they do the same thing, you know, in church. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's the pastor. You need to do what the pastor says, and no questions, no questions asked. Yeah. And I'm like, that's oppression. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that my needs don't matter. You're telling me that my thoughts don't matter. You're telling me that I have no value unless mm-hmm. it's something that pleases you. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's not okay. Yeah. That's not okay. And that right there, I started funny thing is like we cannot continue to walk around unaware of things that are happening around us. And I'm a person that I like to observe. And a lot of this this people are just projecting their own frustration. Yeah. hundred percent. I heard someone this was back in back in the day, you know, the Pentecostal life, you know, um, that oral sex was wrong that a woman sh- you know that a, that a woman should not perform <laughs> oral sex and i was like what why is it why is it wrong why yeah. why is it wrong and don't get me started on the whole anal sex and all that stuff because people over there this 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 a whole bunch of taboos out there since we were talking about taboos that they just immediately go into the word of god and it's like they just everything is god said god did god did and i i just wonder if like (laughs) god is over there probably up there like i never said that that's not what i that's not what i said that's what you you're like
0: wait i just did it last week and nothing happened (laughs) you like, over here like I did it last
1: week so <laughs> I'm serious like they're just like there's so much like wrong information and the thing is like they come with such conviction I'm like dude what and I know this is going to cause a lot of controvers-
0: controversial I don't think they're com- I don't think the conviction comes from like them being 100% sure I think it comes more from a place of like pride and control more than anything what you're convicted of is actually more of your pride and control mm-hmm. like oh i'm telling you that this is what i know and this is mm-hmm. what's true mm-hmm. and, and you should believe it, it, me because it's i'm a leader yeah it's uncontested 100% mm-hmm. like you 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 can't you know what it's a it's word words that are written in stone and you know <laughs> you can you can say all of that but what was we were having we have this conversation a lot okay we have this conversation a lot with a lot of women okay we have this mm-hmm. conversation with a lot of women and we were having it the other day with one of our friends and she heard what janna had to say about that someone said like you shouldn't do oral sex you know because or anal or any of that stuff with your husband because it's not right and uh our friend was like wait <laughs> she was just like the word says this is what the word actually says he says the marriage bed is undefiled, <laughs> and she's. We started laughing. That anything goes. goes, and to be honest, that's none of anybody's business. What you and your husband decide to do in your bathroom, like as long you're as in, you're you know, in
1: agreement,
0: as long as you're in agreement, right? And mm-hmm. have a say, have a code word, um, <laughs> 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 but just throw pineapples in there. But yeah. the, that's the truth, like mm-hmm. it, I am sorry, but I, I, that's not that person's place to say. Oh, you shouldn't do
1: oral sex because whatever, whatever, yada yada. Some something in the Bible says that. That's the same thing as saying you shouldn't take medication for mental health because you need to trust God that God is gonna heal you. Meantime, I'm just gonna talk to the 400 voices that I hear in my head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's it's a hundred
0: percent. It's a hundred percent how how. how people approach the subject
1: the ignorance it's just ignorance it's pure ignorance and i i get annoyed because the the lack of of information the lack of knowledge and understanding you know keeps the people oppressed Mm -hmm. and i feel so sad for people that i see walking around and i can see in their eyes i can see in their faces that they're just not happy and i can almost like, I'm like, something is going on and and this has to do with they want to do something in their heart. They have a desire. They have a need that is not being met, whether it is physical, spiritual, emotional, whatever it is. But, you know, and you can tell that they are oppressed, that they feel that if they open up their mouth and they say what's going on, all hell is going to break yeah. loose on them. And that is a freaking lie. Yeah. I am so over that. I am so over this whole idolatry that we have that because a leader, a leader is a man and a man can be, you know, as, as as faulty as the, uh, as, as the next one standing, you know, and we cannot continue to just put men in, you know, when I say men and men and women, you know, in these pedestals and be like, worship them. Like whatever this person says goes, because if not, I'm not honoring them. Listen, you're, you, before you can honor, respect, serve, love anybody else, you have to do it to for yourself. yourself first.
0: Yep. It starts with you. Because
1: if you're not, what you're giving is false humility. Yeah.
0: 100%.
1: And I'm sorry, but I think that that's kind of like when you go to God and say, like, who are you? I don't know who you are you're over here performing and acting and your heart is over here about to explode because you have all of this stuff inside of you that you have no. not shared that nobody knows you're like a whole it's like you have a split personality
0: <laughs> you're a volcano
1: you know what I'm saying you're when nobody sees you you're one person like we have this joke that i say like i have um what's the name Gen- uh, Genevieve? <laughs> oh yeah genoveva <Henawewa. laughs> Yeah, Genoveva. Like she has we an have alter ego. Joke. She has an My alter, alter ego. Yeah, my alter ego. <laughs> Her sexy alter ego is um, Genoveva. <laughs> right, and we always laugh about this because I was like, "Ooh, she coming out! She coming out!" You know what I'm saying? And I and I I laugh because I said, "If I were to say this, like in 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 any of those circles where like you know it's like everything is it, it'd be too I much." Like, yeah, man, I'll get like all 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 everything or throw the Bibles at me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's but, it's approaching. It's
0: like I said at the beginning, it's learning how to approach this subject mm-hmm. with an open mind and an open heart. Yeah. Understanding that you don't know everything, you know, and and being willing to learn. That mm-hmm. that really is what what helps people grow. You know, I one of the things that we're big proponents of, you and I, is just, hey, let's just sit down and listen to what this, what people have to say. Do research on a certain subject because if you just sit there and eat everything you're ever given without carefully dissecting it, including this conversation, okay, mm-hmm. uh, I'll be a hundred percent, including this conversation. You should go do your research because I, mm-hmm. I did throw some research in there. You look look up the keywords.
1: <laughs> right, right. Uh,
0: go on Google. Do your research about masturbation mm-hmm. if you're conflicted. You know, mm-hmm. I know that there's people that are like, oh man, this is the kind of message I've been waiting for. And know, people that are listening that are like, yeah, yeah, nah, this sounds kind of iffy. You know, do your research. Right. You're mm-hmm. never going to lose by doing research. But if you mm-hmm. just dismiss something that could potentially be helpful to you, not only to you, but to other people as well, because we've seen it so much. Mm-hmm. We've seen so many people just trapped and suppressed sexually suppressed like you can tell because they just don't know who they are and Mm -hmm. they don't think they're allowed to be they don't they don't think they're allowed to be like who i am it's just i can't be this i just have to be this for someone else you know and it's like dude can you just be there for yourself Mm -hmm. it's okay for you to explore this part of you and love it and think that it's beautiful. What Jen was saying um, a couple of episodes before, you know, your mental health is beautiful. Your body is beautiful. Everything is beautiful. But Mm -hmm. right now, like she was saying, like it has a lot of stains on it. And Mm -hmm. it is true. We have a lot of taboos. We have a lot of stigma. We have a lot of, you know, opinions, um, a a lot of uh, unfounded things and things that are out of context. And so we have to do the due diligence of saying, Hey, I'm going to dissect this because it has affected my life, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking that way. I remember before I even came clean to Jan about, you know, my my sexuality and all of that stuff, I was like, hey, Jan, I'm really struggling. And she was kind of like picking up on what I was trying to say. I was just like, I'm really struggling because like, I want to masturbate, but I just like, I'm afraid that I'm going to go to hell. And it was Mm -hmm. like this overwhelming shame over me. And I was talking to her over the phone and she was just like, honey, like... (laughs) You know what? It's like I <laughs> you need to calm down because it's really not that big a video as you think mm-hmm. it is. And then the more research I did about it, the more I understood. Oh, you know, there's this is nothing to be ashamed about. Mm-hmm. This is not This is my body
1: doing what it needs. Yeah, to. I remember you were doing a whole. I remember. Yeah, I was Dude, I was like, like straight up, but, but you were fasting and you were like in prayer, like I'm. I need to read the Bible every day. But listen, this, this, this like, is extreme. This is. It is the
0: picture, the the perfect picture of what religion does to you. It mm-hmm. oppresses you to the point where you're like, dude, how can everything be wrong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like everything. You can't just do nothing. You can't say nothing a certain kind of way. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's oppression. You're oppressing someone. You just cannot allow them to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that it is for everyone, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're listening and you're like, Dang, you know, should everybody masturbate? Yes, scientifically speaking, everyone mm-hmm. should be masturbating. Be, <laughs>
1: be masturbating more happy people are there. Yeah, Let's, we've, we've let, had let, let, more happy less people. road rage. <laughs> less road rage, more happy
0: people out there because you're you're masturbating. It's actually it, It's actually confirmed to be healthy for you to do mm-hmm. it. People grow up to be more happy and healthy if they masturbate. Mm -hmm. And I also know a lot of people, bro, I know a lot of people that were straight up mean and rude, you know, before they were married. And then they got married and we found out, man, they just needed to release all of that, all of those toxins (laughs) inside of them. If they had just given masturbation a chance, maybe they wouldn't be in such buttholes the whole entire Mm -hmm. time, you know, but they wouldn't. So my understanding of it is this, like you, you can't knock it. You can knock it. Do your research, educate yourself on it. If you have any questions, me and Jan. Arahan, Jan, listen. Jan, I'm telling you, Jan is like a sex guru. She really is. <laughs> um, and we have our DMs are open for questions. If you have mm-hmm. any concerns, she can also put your concerns in there. Um, obviously, we're gonna look at the we're gonna look at the questions more than we're gonna look at the concerns. But uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, honestly, it's like this is a topic that I think I think the is a different journey for everybody. And, yeah. and and the reason why you need to know yourself is like because you know, some of us have genetically speaking addictive traits in our, in yeah. our, in our genes. And, you know, the, the problem with this, some people can become addicted just as you can become addicted to a cigarette, drugs, you know, pornography and all this stuff. You can become addicted to sex. You can become addicted to, um, uh, masturbation. And that's why you need to have a healthy community around you that yeah. are able to talk about these topics and guide you, you know, guide you, uh, uh, in a healthy way to, to the, to the good, you know, the, through the, the good route or path, you know, for you to remain healthy while getting your needs met, you know, and we cannot just shut it Mm -hmm. because the thing is like, we're all different and the topic needs to be open because we're all different, and we all process information differently. We all comes from come from different backgrounds. Some of us have trauma, some of us don't. Some of us of some of us don't even know if we have had trauma or if the way that we were brought up is was traumatic, and we haven't even realized. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many things. But if you don't talk about it, how can the root of who you are can come clean to the table? Yeah. That's the thing. If you don't, how how many times you and I, like, I will call you and I'll be like, hey, I'm feeling this way. You know, or, I'm doing this and this and you'll be like, um, mm, all right. I heard you said this. Can we talk about this a little bit more? I feel like you started talking on this topic, but I think there's something else behind it. Yeah. And then you start kind of digging, digging. in, and and then it comes to th- come to find out half of the time it's not even what the conversation started about it's like something Something way deeper that is 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 affecting that and and we're able to resolve it how in community Mm -hmm. because we're talking but we're not talking with I'm gonna shame you I'm gonna you know guilt you I'm gonna no it's like dude I love you I want you to be healthy and if I don't know the answer let's 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 find out Mm -hmm. let's go together and find out and that's that's one of the most amazing things that anybody can have somebody that yeah. you can be like, I don't know what you're asking me. However, let's, let's, let's go at it. Let's go find the answer that, that you're, that you're looking for that yeah. you're needing. Yeah. And if we can get it, we'll find somebody that maybe does, you know, Yeah. that's, that's, you know, that's just not, and, and that's why, you know, this is a hard topic for many people, but it has to be just as mental health, getting mental health needs to be normalized, you know, sexual healing needs oh, dude, to be normalized yeah. because one of the things I learned in this journey is, like, what I thought was was sex and and intimacy, I w- I had it all backwards. Mm-hmm. When I started the journey of, you know, and, like, going really deep into the roots of healing my sexuality, I had to... My husband was... I, I was... I was not having sex. I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't want you to like, I don't, I didn't want him to touch me. I didn't want him because I felt like if I talked and I said what I was actually feeling, you know, it was going to cause problems. Mm-hmm. And I talked to my therapist and she was like, you need to talk to him about it because he's the only, he's the person who you you sleep with. He's the person who you, if you don't talk to him, I don't know who who else can, <laughs> you know? And I sat there and I said to him, I need you to listen to what I have to say. And I said it crying. I said, I, I need, you know, I need to restart this journey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I need to restart my sexual life because what I used to do And what I used to be is not who I truly am. And I wanna know who I am. I wanna know who Jan is in intimacy. I wanna know who Jan is, you know, when I'm giving my body, you know, to you. I wanna know what you like. But let's remove all this performance, you know, out of the picture. I want like the real stuff. Yeah. And that in the act, if we're, if we have to stop and say, "Mm," there's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no, like, you know, offense because we're in this journey together. And to be able to sit down with your partner, I'm, t- I'm telling you, majority of the people do not do this. Mm-hmm. Majority of the people rather just be frustrated and not sit down and say what they need to say. And my my therapist was like, you can talk with me however however much you want, but you still need to talk to the person who you sleep with because I, mm-hmm. I can't help you there, you Yeah, know? And yeah. that sincerity, that that it brought healing to me to know that I, it was okay to talk about this with him, you know, and that's another thing to be encouraged. If you're married, listen, you need to talk about the issues. You can't just brush it off and just be like, oh, I'm just here to please him. If you're a woman, no. And if you're a man and it's the other way around that your wife is not, you know, aroused by you she doesn't want it she doesn't look you guys need to sit down and you need to find the the deeper root of what the problem is because chances are something very stupid very minimal (laughs) that you can just actually fix you know and you're over here you know thinking the worst like my husband has somebody else on the side or he's, you know he's doing or she maybe like somebody else she doesn't love me anymore it has nothing to do with that sometimes it's just we have unmet needs and We just need to sit down and be honest and say, I need you to do this for me and find find the middle ground. Yeah. Find the compromise.
0: Yeah. And um, I I definitely want to say from like a single person's perspective, if you're single and you're in that journey of like discovering your sexuality and embracing it because I think 100% is a thing that has to be embraced I want to encourage you to continue on 100% continue to get to know yourself something that's really tempting is to make masturbation about you know if I'm stressed I'm just going to turn to masturbation if I'm doing this about you, you don't make it about because I think it's 100% the motivation behind it that makes it that, that if, yeah. taints it if mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that removes removes what, what it's actually supposed to be um so don't make it about you know if I'm, I'm watching porn or this and that find a way to reconnect with that side of you work to the point where it's just self-care it's like this is how i'm taking care of myself taking care of my body i your body needs to release those um endorphins your body needs to release all of those hormones um for you to be able to be clear-headed it, right. it's, it's helpful and so as it's a, it's a single person, it's very difficult to approach sexuality the way you would a married person because I don't have a husband, right? But that doesn't mean that I don't have a part to play in how I take care of myself. Mm-hmm. So because that's equally as important. And, uh, you know, I don't in no way, shape or form. I want to make sure I also give this disclaimer. Am I condoning um, for you to go what fuck wild crazy and, and go have sex with anybody because right. I think that's just going to be harmful to you. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% believe in the fact that what well, what I've learned from my own personal journey is that I'm not getting anything from that. And I actually don't feel safe having sex in environments where there isn't a commitment, um, mm-hmm. a, a lifelong commitment already there. So the next time I'm going to sleep with somebody is going to be with someone that I'm going to marry um mm-hmm. because come to find out those are the only context that's the only context that I would feel safe in mm-hmm. and, and and it is true i i i think it's it should be true for for um for a lot of people you know you should only be with someone that you you feel like you're safe in and someone that's mm-hmm. committed to you 100% and that you're you're building like a covenant like there's safety mm-hmm. and protection in that um so i i want to say that uh for yeah. all of the single people that are listening
1: yeah, we do. I, I myself. I mean, I've been married for like <laughs> she said since I was born. That was funny. But <laughs> <laughs> you have but, uh, it's been you a no. I, I, I don't. I don't. You know, I personally don't believe that you should be, you know, out there. I did it. I did it, and it cost me more problems than anything. Right. It cost me. It, it brought so much problems. It, it put me at a at a worse state than I that I was. You know, and as an adult. Having to walk that is just a necessary crap. <laughs> like, don't give add.
0: don't give yourself more work to work through. yeah, just don't just deal with what you've got <laughs> on your plate right now, which is yourself. That's yeah. more than likely going to be better instead of using someone else as a buffer for what you've got going on because that's never a pretty picture. You know, when you use somebody to get something that you actually need and you're not meeting the need the right way, um it's just evident. It's really evident. and yeah. in- without knowing it, you you end up having like a trail of bodies behind you and you're like, when did that happen? Right. Mm-hmm. And by in no way, shape, or form are we telling people what to do with their lives. You know most of you who are listening, you're adults, you know, but what we're saying is that this is what did not work for us. Mm-hmm. Um and this is what is working for us. And it's actually it's helped us to thrive as individuals, you know. So I I I definitely recommended um but we are coming to a close in this episode you know if you guys want we this episode could go on and on because we have so much um to share about sexuality and sexual healing um that we could just stay here for a while but this is uh the closing and uh I want to share if you guys have any questions about this topic and we'll do this for this topic and for all the other ones, definitely hit us up at um, we are Jan and Cat on Instagram. Um, and you could also uh, at the end, if you're listening from Spotify, answer the question at the end. Um, it'll ask you, give you a little bit of a quick and we'll be more than happy to respond to you. You can text Jan if you have her number, text me if you have our, my number. Um, we would love to answer the questions that you have and uh, yeah we're very 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 happy to be doing this and very happy to be sharing all this information with you all yes yes
1: yes yes yes. well thank you for listening this is episode number five on sexual healing and so we'll see you next time we'll see you next time (laughs) this is light with you